You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This episode brought to you by PetFlow, the leader in pet food and supplies. Hello, listeners. This is Michelle Fern, host of Best Bets for Pets. Now, for all you pet parents out there, what do you do when your cat's litter box is stinky? Pull your hair, you hold your nose. It's not good. Not a good thing at all. I have a great solution. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor, PetFlow. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. It's the Daily Door Busters from PetFlow, the leader in pet food and supplies. Opportunity knocks every day with hundreds of products offered at huge, huge discounts. Up to 80% for your furry best friends and delivered right to your door. Go to PetFlow.com slash best bets. These deals last for one day only, so act fast. 150 brands to choose from. Pet food, treats, toys, and more items than you can shake a tail at. And get free shipping on orders of $39 or more. A new deal every day. Get your points. Pause on today's PetFlow Daily Doorbusters deal. Go to PetFlow.com slash best bets now. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is especially for all of you feline pet parents out there. I'd like to introduce Mark Hughes. He is the founder and national sales and marketing manager of Sweet Scoop. Welcome, Mark. Thank you very much. Those of us that have cats, and I do, he's a big cat. We all have one thing in common, except I guess if your cat's, even if your cat's only partially indoors, you need to have a litter box. And litter boxes, if you don't have the right litter, just stink. First of all, let's talk about what is Sweet Scoop. Sweet Scoop is a all-natural cat litter uh, made from ground wheat. We discovered, uh, it's actually 20 years ago now, that wheat has two natural properties that make it a great cat litter. I mean, in my mind, that's kind of crazy. I think of wheat as something you eat, and you think about, okay, this wheat bread can make, I mean, it's not like the bread can make cat litter, of course, but it's a crazy way of thinking about it, because most people think of wheat and think of bread, but there's must be a part of the wheat that makes a good component for cat litter. How is that? How does that work? Well, the difference is the wheat that we use is what they call secondary wheat or feed-grade wheat. It's wheat. A farmer will plant wheat in the field, and for whatever reason, if there's not enough rain or or soil conditions are not right, the wheat kernel itself doesn't plump up enough to qualify for the food chain. So they use it in dry dog food, dry cat food. A farmer may even feed it to his cattle. But what we discovered is if we took that kernel and we ground it, We did two things. We exposed the starch from inside the kernel, and that's what makes our product clump. And then there are enzymes in that wheat kernel that react with the enzymes in the cat waste, and they neutralize each other. So our litter is guaranteed that each 
of your customers is happy with the odor control or we will give them their money back. And it doesn't matter if they have one cat or 10 cats. There is literally no odor from our cat litter box. Wow, that's amazing. And that's such a good use of something that's normally tossed away. Right, yeah. And it's a renewable resource. It supports American farmers. We only use Wheat that's grown in the upper Midwest, you know, our plant is in Minnesota, so we buy wheat from Minnesota farmers, North Dakota farmers, South Dakota farmers, maybe as far away as Montana or Kansas, but it's all grown in the United States. That's fantastic. Now, I know a lot of people are thinking, hmm, this wheat. I know that you said that there is an enzyme and it interacts with the clumping of the cat. How do the cats like it? Because some cats I know are picky about litter. Right, yeah, and that, you know, that depends on the cat, but what we found on our packaging, we have instructions for what we found to be successful in converting a, a cat to a new litter. Most cats will take to it right away because they're attracted to the protein in the wheat, but if your cat is a little older or finicky, what we recommend is you put our litter in the bottom of the box and then put a half inch of whatever litter they're used to using on top of ours and then let the cat mix it up as it goes in that box, so it'll slowly get used to that new wheat smell. And then the next time you change the litter box, only put a quarter inch on top, and fairly soon, within you know two, three, four weeks, you'll have the cat converted to wheat litter, and it won't be a problem. Well, that's a great way to introduce your cat, especially fussy cats. So Sweet Scoop, you can say it's all natural? It is 100% wheat and wheat byproduct. So it's, yes, 100% wheat. There's no chemicals for binders. There's no fragrance. There's no anti-mold inhibitors. To my knowledge, we are the only litter in the business that is a single ingredient. We're 100% wheat. I just think that's fantastic. It's just great. How does Sweet Scoop compare to standard litter? I know some litters have clay. That's what I think makes that little dust from litter when you pour it. And some, I know that there's some chemicals in some of the other cat litters. And then I've also heard, I don't know if this is a myth or old wives tale or what, that pregnant women shouldn't be around cat litter. But I think with sweet scoop, it wouldn't matter because it's just wheat. Well, no, actually, pregnant women should avoid all cat litters during that time. That's because of a bug called toxoplasmosis, which is in the feces of the cat waste. So that doesn't have anything to do with the litter. All pregnant women should avoid it. But the difference is, I believe cat litter now is like a $1.4 billion a year business. And of that, probably 70% is still clay litter. And clay litter is basically mined from one state and the consumer uses it, the cat uses it, and it's thrown into landfills and it just fills up our landfills. Billions and billions of pounds of clay litter is put into landfills every year. But wheat is biodegradable. So we offer the cat owner a few different methods, actually, of of disposing of the litter. If they do choose to put it in their garbage, it will go to the landfill and it will biodegrade. It will break down. The other thing is, because wheat is biodegradable, you can flush this in sewer and septic systems. That's another great deal because some people, you know, are in high-rise buildings and a lot of people live in cities these days and have cats because it's just sometimes easier than having a dog and having to dispose of the litter can be a pain in the neck. So being able to flush it is real simple, real easy. That's a great benefit of Sweet Scoop. 
Yeah, you know, we do consumer shows all around the United States, and I was in New York one time, and, and somebody said they called it a one-way litter because they only have to carry it into their house. They don't have to carry it out in the garbage. That's interesting. That's cute. Now, Sweet Scoop comes in, there's original, there's lightly scented, and multi-cat. How do you know if you need multi-cat? I mean, I, obviously, if you have one or more, but if you have one large one, if you have three or more, how would that work? And also, I want to know how often you should change Sweet Scoop. Well, I believe the statistic today is if you own a cat, you own 2.12 cats. So most people have more than one cat. And we we originally came out with our original formula 20 years ago, and then I think it's probably only been six or seven years where we came out with our multi-cat formula because there are so many people that have more than one cat. And the difference is when we make our product, we use negative airflow, and the multi-cat version has more of the fines and the dust in the product, and that's what gives it the extra odor control and the, the harder, firmer clumps. So it's not like if you have one cat and you buy the multi-cat, you'd have to change your litter a little bit less. No, no. It would work just perfectly for one cat as well. Now, the second question, how often should you change your litter when you're using Sweet Scoop? It's the same as other litters, more or less? We recommend that you change it every 30 to 45 days completely, depending on how many cats you have. That's what veterinarians will recommend. We do have customers. Our product is very popular with multiple cat families because the longer our clump sets, the harder it gets. So when you clean the box, a lot of times the litter will break up and little pieces will fall off the spoon and contaminate the rest of the litter. With ours, when you clean the box, you have behind a clean litter box. And so our customers have found that they use 10 pounds per cat per month of our product. So that's not bad. That's maybe a bag of litter or less. That's not bad. Depending on your cat, we sell a 7, 14, 25, and 40-pound bulk bag. And depending on the size of your cat, that 7-pound bag would last a month or the 14-pound bag would last, you know, five, six weeks. That's not bad at all. So, Mark, Sweet Scoop sounds like just the most perfect cat litter. You know, it works. It hides the odor. It's good for the planet. It's good for the cats. What about if you have any allergies to where you get the dust or the effect or anything of standard cat litter? I'm thinking Sweet Scoop would be a great alternative for you. Yes, not only for the cat owner, but also for the cat. Over the years, we've received hundreds of letters from people that say, you know, their cat used to sneeze and cough when it came out of the litter box after they'd used it because of that dust that clay litters generate. And with our product, you don't get that. And they, they attribute their cat being healthier to switching to our wheat-based litter. That's a great benefit. And it's true, cats do. I mean, I have a cat that underwent some issues and is now on special food. So I know cats, just as dogs and people, can be very sensitive to certain things. So that's great that it could benefit cat because you can't not have cat litter. I mean, even if you have an outdoor cat, don't you still need cat litter? Yes. Yeah, it's recommended because, you know, they're using a sandbox or they're going somewhere outside. And with the diseases and everything else, it's best to have, you know, some indoor opportunity for them.
That's what I would think. I mean, even if it's an outdoor cat, he or she comes back. They, you need something because it's not like the cat's going to let you know when it has to go out. I mean, I'm coming from dog world. I have a cat now, but I'm more familiar with dogs. But an outdoor cat is not outdoors all the time, and they don't really let you know when they have to go. So if you don't have any that are indoors, you're going to have a mess. Um, <laughs> Do you notice a difference between preference if it's an indoor cat or outdoor cat for Sweet Scoop, or it's just a matter of getting the cat used to Sweet Scoop if they haven't had Sweet Scoop before? You know, we've done enough shows over the years that when people talk to us, they tell us, you know, what they think of the litter and how great it is. And there hasn't been any case of indoor cats versus outdoor cats. We did have an animal behaviorist who did a study many years ago, and in his study, he found that 75% of cats chose to use wheat litter when given the opportunity. So if you have two cats or three cats at home, and you, 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 know, you should have two litter boxes. So another option, if you don't want to do that mixing that we talked about, you could put Sweet Scoop in one box and leave the other box with the litter that they're used to using and let the cats choose. And I've even had people say, well, yeah, my cat will only urinate in your litter, and he defecates in the, in the clay litter, so I keep two of them for him, you know. But most cats will switch to sweet scoop 100% of the time over time. Some cats will take to it right away. Other cats it may take a few more weeks. Would you know, I'm just curious about this, if you have a cat that's, can you tell if the cat's maybe a picky food eater, if he'll be picky with the litter, is there any way to tell? Or are you just basically trial and error to see how they like the litter? Yeah, you know, to my knowledge, there's really no way to tell. A cat will, I've had people tell me that they changed their litter box and the cat went to the bathroom right next to the box to tell the person that they didn't like the choice that they made and they switched to a, you know, a whole bunch of different litters. But if you give the animal an opportunity to become accustomed to the new litter over time, I haven't had one case where somebody said, no, my cat wouldn't use your litter at all. Well, that's good to know. I only had one case where my cat did not use the litter box and that's because he was first in a spot where the the litter was right near him and he was um, actually pawing the ground and I didn't know what, what was going on with that and about a minute later I knew so happy litter you know happy owner happy cat it's all a good thing now where can um, listeners find out more about Sweet Scoop? Well we have a website it's the word wheat with an S in front of it so it's S W H. E-A-T-S-C-O-O-P dot com. And we do have a zip code locator on there, so they could type in their zip code wherever they're at, and it will show them the stores within a 5, 10, 15, 20-mile radius of their, their home where they could find their product. Listeners, this is something exciting. You can also find Sweet Scoop at PetFlow, which is the sponsor of this show. You can go to PetFlow.com slash bets. And just put in the search engine, Sweet Scoop. And remember, it's Sweet Scoop spelled with, with an S, Sweet Scoop. And there's all three types are carried by PetFlow. And using the URL, petflow.com slash best bets, free shipping at orders of $39 and up. And then you don't have to carry the cat litter anyway because it's delivered right to your door. And they deliver very quick, two to three days for the whole country, for the whole United States. And it's 
delivered to the door. It's biodegradable, so you could just flush it easy as can be. It's petflow.com slash best bets and also free shipping. They also, I've noticed today, they have a sale on Sweet Scoop, so you get a sale and free shipping. Petflow.com slash best bets. And also, you can find out more on the Sweet Scoop website. There will also be information on this segment of the episode where there'll be a link to the Sweet Scoop site and pictures and a little bit more information for you to find out. Thanks so much, Mark, for coming on Best Bits for Pets and telling my listeners all about Sweet Scoop. Listeners, you can find out more about Sweet Scoop on this segment of the episode page for Sweet Scoop, and there'll be a picture, a link to the site. Also, and I'm so excited about this. This our sponsor, PetFlow carries Sweet Scoop. This means no lug in the litter at all. It's delivered right to your home. PetFlow is a great site. They have food for dogs and cats, treats, leashes, toys, and cat litter. And they carry Sweet Scoop, which is fantastic. They have specialty food. Mr. Dennis is on a special food, Royal Canaan. I have to get it from the vet usually, but this is easy. I just go to PetFlow, order it, day or two, shows up. Couldn't be easier. And right now, there's a special for all Best Bets for Pets listeners. Go to PetFlow.com slash Best Bets. Free shipping on orders of $39 or more. And one of the best things is they have daily doorbusters. These are various treats and toys discounted at up to 80%. Keep an eye out for the bully sticks. Mr. Z loves them and he is picky picky. They have all kinds of, you know, treats and toys and those sort of things. It's on the Daily Doorbusters. They're up to 80% off. So they change daily. So you want to make sure to take care of it right away. You see it, you like it, buy it because it's gone. So don't wait too long to order your daily doorbuster. They're daily. They change daily. And be sure to use the code uh, petflow.com slash best bets. You'll have free shipping for all orders of $39 or more. I'd like to thank my tester for Sweet Scoop, Dennis, who was very pleased with his with using his Sweet Scoop, and my producer, Mark Winner, for making me and my guests sound great, and most of all, my listeners for listening and sending me all kinds of information and tidbits and suggestions. I appreciate it so much. You can send information to Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with another great show. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Join the dog ring revolution. If you love your dog and want to take them everywhere you go, now you can with Dog Ring. Dog Ring is a hands-free way to include your dog in more activities and give you the freedom to take your dog almost anywhere. It's a safe and easy way to secure your dog. It clips around trees, posts, and poles in seconds. It's lightweight, portable, and strong. It has a free-sliding leash which allows your dog to run around without getting tangled up. Perfect for parks, picnics, barbecues, camping, lounging outside, and furry fun adventures everywhere. Now you can be part of the Dog Ring Revolution. Visit thedogring.com and sign up for our Kickstarter campaign. Registration is now open. Go to thedogring.com. That's thedogring.com. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. 
or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Your dog digs a hole under your fence, and the next thing you know... Protect your pets with Dig Defense, the amazing new product that keeps your pets in the yard. Dig Defense is safe, fast, and easy. Each unit is made from 4-gauge galvanized American steel and can be used for repairing digouts, filling gaps, or to hold fences down so pets can't get under them. Dig Defense provides peace of mind that your pets are contained humanely and safely. Visit digdefense.com today. D-I-G-D-E-F-E-N-C-E.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. We want to hear from you. Listen in. We're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time here on PetLifeRadio.com. We are one of the only live shows on Pet Life Radio, and I'm here to answer your questions. You can call in at 877-385-8882, or you can drop me an email to drjeff at PetLifeRadio.com, and hopefully we'll see you here on Thursdays. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. I have Justin Dineskis. He is the co-founder of Paw Pods. Welcome, Justin. Thank you. So let's first tell my listeners who are, as pet parents, are probably thinking, what is she talking about? What do I have to be aware of? What is this? You know, a health issue? Oh my gosh. This is something a little different and very unique, but what are paw pods? Sure. Paw pods are a new standard in pet aftercare. What we look to do is provide a more dignified uh, way to honor a pet's memory. And we do that through our various product lines. And what they are essentially are pet caskets in memorial urns. But they're much more than just a pet casket or an urn. All of our products are 100% biodegradable. And we try to make it a um, an easier grieving process for the family. All of our products come with a sympathy card as well as a seeded leaf that can be planted with the burial pods. And then they can grow a living memorial or where they buried their loved one. And so they can have a living memorial of their loved one. And, you know, just strive to make a, a, a difference, you know, one pet at a time and a more dignified way to honor a pet's memory. All of our products are made out of uh, rice cusk and bamboo fiber, so it's a completely green product, very nice finish, very durable product, and they come in all shapes and sizes from down to a goldfish all the way up to your uh, large breed dogs. We can combinate up to about a 150-pound animal in our largest pod. Justin, thanks for talking about the paw pods. Now, what exactly are, is it something where you, when your pet's cremated, you put it inside? Is it something where you bury the entire pet and then you say biodegradable, so it's, it's in the pod and then it's buried? 
both actually. So we have the memorial urns line. So if cremation is the preferred route for the, um, the fur babies, then we can um, accommodate if you do a private cremation. And then the urns, um, they're also biodegradable, but they are also have a shelf life of a, a couple hundred years. So they can sit on the shelf and never degrade. So if you want to keep the urn as a memorial display urn, they can be utilized as that. And or if you want to actually bury the urn, that's also an option as well. And then the pods line, they're actually caskets, essentially. We call them pods, and they can uh, they accommodate the, the whole um, loved one, anything from uh, goldfish eyes, again, all the way up to our extra large, which could facilitate um, extra large breed dogs up to about 150 pounds. Just so my listeners are clear on this, so the paw pods, so the urn, I understand, is the cremation, so you could put the cremation in the urn and either bury it or keep it on, you know, in a special location in your home. The pods, you can actually put your deceased pet inside the pod, you know, close it, and then bury that in the ground. Correct. Okay. And then also all of our products, be it an urn or a pod, come with a sympathy card so the family can write a, you know, a farewell message to their beloved pet and keep that as a keepsake. It can also be buried. It's made out of recycled paper with the pod. And then they also come with a seeded leaf, the urns and the pods. So if you want, they can also plant the seeded leaf with the pods or urns, and then that will grow uh, perennial wildflowers. So they have a little living memorial of where they bury that loved one year after year. Now, I know some of my listeners are thinking, well, I just, you know, bury the animal in the yard. What about that? And I could think of some reasons why you should not do that. But um, mm-hmm. since you're in the, the aftercare expert, tell my mm-hmm. listeners why you should not just bury your deceased pet in the yard. Sure, there's a number of reasons. First off, you know, we strive to be a, have a more dignified way to honor the pet's memory. And all of our pods are very affordable. Even our extra large retails for under $200. And most of our products retail for under $100. So they're very affordable in a much uh, more suitable, dignified way to uh, honor that pet's memory along with the sympathy card and see the lease. Also, there is other um, critters out in the uh, in various different areas that can actually get into if the animal is buried without a container, uh, without a casket, or is buried in a via the blanket, maybe their favorite blanket. It's very commonplace where then other animals will then uh, unfortunately dig up the um, the deceased pet. So with our pods, they have a, a very nice seal. All of them come with burial instructions. Let the pet owners know how deep you should. We suggest um, bury the pod down. So you're securing that your loved one in the pod so that way you don't have to unfortunately deal with any outsiders trying to get into um, where you buried your loved one. That's exactly what I was thinking about, you know, besides the dignified way to, you know, um, take care of your pet that's passed on for creatures that might come and dig up your pet, which would be horrifying. And also, I've heard that if you just bury an animal in soil, there's um, things that could be for the biodegradable, how the body decomposes could get into the soil and it's just not good. I don't know if it sure. gets into, you know, water lines or pipes and all that. So I don't think I can get into that. But I've just heard it's just not so safe to do that. That's true. And what studies have shown in the product we use in the process using the rice husk and bamboo fiber, it takes quite a while for them to break down. And during the decomposing process, we're able to uh, eliminate a lot of the leachates that would occur if you were just buried the loved one um, naturally 
really into the ground without any sort of container. So by letting the, that process take place within the closed container and how we structured the biodegrading, it takes uh, quite a while. So by that point, it's pretty safe no matter where you bury them on your property or what have you. Another thing that I could think of is this is, I think this is an excellent way to, you know, many of my, many of my listeners have families with young children and um, even, even not so young children. And I think it's a great way for a child, you know, it's a, it's a cycle of life and, and unfortunately with, with life comes death, it just does. And uh, it's, it's a great way for, I think, a child to understand that you're taking care of the pet. And after we're, you know, whatever you believe in, you know, you're, they're getting good care. They're just a great way to, to teach children so that, you know, as upset as the child might be, they can see that you're taking good care of the deceased pet, you know. So I think that's a, a good thing as well. Certainly, certainly. Uh, and a lot of times the loss of a pet is a family unit's first time they may be dealing with the grieving process or the loss of a loved one. So, you know, through our product lines and the whole Paw Pods experience, if you will, they're able to, and again, we have religious choice, you can teach them about the circle of life with the reincarnating into the wildflowers if you so choose and or, you know, help them kind of through that grieving process and um, letting them know about the circle of life that's what you so choose. So. The pods come in, they're a nice neutral color. I mean, the the pods I know are buried, so you don't have to worry about so much the color. The urn, it's a nice neutral color, and it can go with any decor. Do you have plans to maybe have the urns in, or even in the pods in other colors? or Yes, we've done some R&D and some market research on that and um, th- we have some dyes that are soybean based, so all natural and essentially we can uh, make the pods in almost any color so we're doing some test marking to see what the, the, kind of the best color scheme would be for the general public. I will let you know that probably going with a more of a kind of chocolate brown as well as for our goldfish size pod, we're going They'll come in a couple of various colors from um, baby blue, pink, aqua, kind of a goldish tone. So we're playing with some different colors first off with our our fish pods and then also in the uh, memorial urns we'll be coming out with at least the um, the chocolate brown color as well as we're kind of figuring out what would be the uh, the most widely used or acceptable color as well. So um, we will be coming out with some other colors as well. Well, that's great. I mean, sometimes people, especially if you have a little child and, you know, it was a girl, goldfish, I want a little pink casket for my little goldfish. So that's a good idea. Yeah. And our fish ones are actually shaped like a fish. So again, kind of um, curtailing to the, the family unit and their first time dealing with that. So making them more palatable as much as possible. Um, so the fish-shaped ones are actually shaped like a fish, but then we also have a micropod that could accommodate the small exotics, be it maybe a hermit crab, mice, and so on. I've had one pet pass on and she was cremated. And, you know, most of us, when our pets are sick, it usually happens when there's something sudden and we take the dog to the vet. So mm-hmm. how would I work in the vet trip with paw pods? Would I plan to buy the paw pod? Would I plan to have my vet hold the dog? How would that work? Sure, there's a number of ways you can do it. And uh, one of our, some of our biggest outlets are veterinarians, animal hospitals and like. So they're starting to be found more and more in the animal hospitals. If your vet or animal clinic is currently not um, carrying the paw pods line, you can certainly visit our website at pawpods.com. 
and purchase the pod and have it sent directly to the vet. We've had a number of folks do that. Or you could bring the pod with you if you had it sent to your home. And certainly if you went the cremation route, you could order the um, urn online and again, have it delivered to the vet or delivered to your home. And then they can place the cremain bag um, inside or the cremains inside the urn once um, the process is done. So we're starting to be found more and more at the animal clinics. So you could certainly ask them if they're carrying the pods line. But if not, you could certainly go online and order it or from one of our other distributors and, um, you know, again, have it sent there, bring it with you. Justin, you've done such a great job of explaining paw pods to all my listeners. But I'm curious, how did you come up with the idea? Sure. Well, my uh, partner and co-founder, Ben Riggin, he, a couple of years back, unfortunately, had to put down two of his hunting dogs real close to one another. And he had them euthanized and he wanted to uh, bury his loved ones up on their hunting property in northern Michigan. And unfortunately, he had an unpleasant experience once he had them euthanized. They were actually returned to him in cadaver bags. And unfortunately, they actually leaked in his car. And it was a really kind of traumatic experience. And he started looking at, you know, there's got to be a better way to honor a pet's memory and um, deal with this with this issue. So we started doing some research and there was a couple other pet caskets out there, but they were very expensive, you know, higher end mahogany style caskets. And so we started doing some R&D and focus groups and um, definitely want to do some of the biodegradable realm uh, to be earth friendly. And we went through a number of R&D and different mediums that we were going to make the um, the pods out of our caskets. And um, through R&D and focus groups, we came up with using the rice cusk and bamboo fiber, which actually almost looks like, I hate to use the word plastic, but plastic, nice finished, very natural looking. And uh, we wanted to also make sure that it was a, a very affordable product for the masses. So to again, kind of solve the, uh, the issue of, um, so no one has to deal with the experience that Ben had a few years back when unfortunately he lost his two dogs. What an interesting story, and it's such a great idea. It's such a, you know, a nice idea. It's a great way to take care of your, you know, your pet in, for aftercare, and just, I just think it's a great idea. You know, it's, oh, like you said, there's, so there's caskets that are very, very expensive. Not everybody can afford, you know, 500 1000 2000 mm-hmm. you know, casket to put their pet in, and um, something like this is just, it's simple, it's healthy for the environment, it's good for your family. So, great idea. Now, where can my listeners find Paw Pods? Sure, we're starting to be found in a number of retail outlets. No big box stores yet. There's a couple of regional chains as well as no matter where you're located, you can always go to pawpods.com and order any of our products, any from our product line, as well as most pet crematories, pet cemeteries carry our line, as well as you'll start to find us in the major animal hospitals and veterinarian clinics. But you can always find us at uh, pawpods.com and very affordable. They range anywhere from $9.95 for our fish pods and micros, and then even our extra large that can accommodate very large breed dogs. They retail for $199.95. So again, very affordable to the consumer. Great. Thank you so much for coming on Best Pets for Pets and telling my listeners all about Paw Pods. What an interesting product. And, you know, listeners, it's something we don't like to think about, but we all have to think about. If you have a pet, you know, someday, unfortunately, it's going to be gone. And it's always nice to know there's such a great product like Paw Pods that you can care for your pet once it's passed on. Thanks, Justin, so much for coming on Best Pets for Pets.
Oh, thank you so much. Thanks, Justin, so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling my listeners all about Paw Pods. Listeners, thankfully, I did not have any testers try out the Paw Pods, but I can tell that they are a nice, durable product. I can't believe they're made from bamboo and rice, but it's a very durable product. It looks nice if you put cremations in it on the urn. They're just, it's really nice looking, and what a great way to take care of your deceased one. Listeners, you can find out more on this segment of the episode. There will be a picture of the product and a link to the site, and I thank you so much for listening. Thanks to my testers for being nice and healthy, Mr. Z, Nikki, and Dennis. And thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound great. And most of all, thanks so much for all my listeners for listening to the show and for sending me tips and ideas and suggestions. They are so welcome. You can send them to Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. You can also find more shows if you go to iTunes or TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Look at the Best Bets for Pets page and also PetLifeRadio.com. There's some great, great products we've tried out over the years and you can just take a listen at your leisure. Thanks for listening. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.